0: From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance.
1: Well, hello, hello. It is May the 3rd. You're listening to the COB podcast here from AusBiz. I'm your host, David Scott, joined today by Annette Beecher. And Annette, it is a historic day here in Australia. For the first time in 4,200 days, our central bank, the Reserve Bank of Australia, has finally lifted interest rates.
0: That's right, Scuddy. Interest rates don't just go down. We got fairly addicted to the fact that rates just went lower and lower to the point whereby cash has been free since November last year. So we had a bit of a snapback today. Nobody, and I have to say nobody, called for 25 basis points today.
1: Yeah. What do you make of that decision? Because that just seems outright strange, I've got to say. Off the bat, uh, I know that we're going back to historic uh, trends where uh, the RBA used to go move in increments of 25 basis points or 50 basis points and occasionally 100 basis points. I remember 100. Yeah, I got that right during the GFC. (laughs) Um, And uh, look, it's no, 25 basis points, but taking the cash rate to 35 basis points. Mm. Uh, then we've got the messaging as well. When it comes to you no, know, here's a last-minute press conference to go and explain what's going on as well. Of course, some people say, well, that will just give away. They're going to do well, not necessarily. Yeah, uh, I, uh, know what, what do you make of the communication skills that today? That
0: does not hold water with me whatsoever. This idea that we could have been told last week that, by the way, we'll have a 4 or 4:30 press conference and we we knew something was going to happen because at a bare minimum it was going to be a balance sheet announcement anyway so we knew that there was going to be a change in policy so i think that um that's not great so in terms of the credibility of the rba i will give them a tick for going they're going in an election campaign because we all remember the Kevin 07 and Glenn Stevens hike in the cash rate during that campaign so he will go down in history whether he likes it or not as the second time in whatever years that this does actually happen so I'll, I'll give points to the RBA for that but it really stops there I mean no reference to the Fed no reference to China uh, just an eye-watering upgrade to its core inflation forecast.
1: Yeah, and what happened to I uh, know waiting for wages data because all of a sudden oh, it's gone pfft. from saying that I uh, know there needs evidence. Oh, to that's so to yesterday. And uh, now talking <laughs> about I uh, know there's I uh, know e- experiencing no no uh, large widespread increases in the private sector. Who to thunk it?
0: Yeah, I know. And uh, yeah, again, oh, I don't. Hopefully, someone doesn't let these guys off the hook. I know a lot of people have to tread very carefully when it comes to commentary around the rba but we were sitting here um you know live as it dropped and of course we were finding little nuggets as we went and i have to say that is certainly one of them saying the bank's liaison program has proved that there are private sector wage rises out there uh and the fact that the next next month was it two X time whatever it is that will show the sluggish uh public sector as well as sluggish enterprise bargaining agreements so heaven forbid Scuddy, they could have drawn that conclusion weeks if not months ago so they've really got a lot to answer for this review later this year better be wide ranging and have some real recommendations because there's more questions than answers
1: yeah there's not enough uh, market economists on the board as well uh atrociously at reading what's going on in terms of market pricing no uh, and how to go and communicate to the markets. Well,
0: co- they had Guy Bell to do that. Guy, Guy Bell, obviously the uh, departed, now departed Deputy Governor. He was right up the curve when it came to the markets, marketing positioning, market contacts. Once he walked out the door, I think there was a huge gap there on the board.
1: Yeah, he was highly respected. Uh, a lot of people that uh, I spoke to off the record uh, said that. Uh, look, uh, that position's obviously gone now, but uh, $850,000 I think is what the, the, the mayor for uh, the deputy governor, is I'm sure they can probably go find some uh, more people to go and help them out and uh, make smooth out that communication process. All right, we've said our bit, do uh, no, know, but mind you, we've been well ahead of the curve in this for about six months, so it's nice to finally get some uh, some you know, pat on the back from what's going on. And the evidence was pretty clear for a long way out. But back to the equity market and uh, look, all Did things well. all things being equal, mm. uh, just took it its stride. First time in like nearly twelve years. Yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, I know, particularly since we all know that uh, during the era of free money, the rise of the retail investor, and I dare say a fair few of those wouldn't know what a rate hike looked like. And so when you look at that SIBO 200 on the screen, it did correct at 230. It sunk to down about half a percent. But then uh, it just seemed to be bought back, Scuddy, because uh, as you said a few times this afternoon, the bond market was already there. Most analysts are already there. So, you know, in now that we've had time to digest it, it really isn't new news. And uh, in fact, we welcome it, don't we? I mean, cash can't be free when the economy is pumping along and practically fully employed. Yeah, look,
1: I, I don't cheer on uh, rate cuts and rate rises, but the, the message is pretty simple when it comes to what's going on here. If it was just an inflationary story, I doubt the RBA will be going and, uh, and hiking rates at all. Mm. But it's because the economy, the domestic side of the economy is very strong. And that's a good thing. It should be it's celebrated. A good thing, yes. In a fact, that we We've got an unemployment rate of four percent. Should be celebrated. The fact that we're likely to see an acceleration in wage growth is something going to celebrate as well. Yep. So uh, there is good news in this, although some mortgage holders, of course, will have to go and pay a little bit more on their mortgage moving forward, and probably likely to be a bit more as well. As the RBA signal that it's likely to continue raising rates over the they coming months.
0: Very clear tightening bias on the table. But as we said, the equity market took it in stride, but it's going to be a tough one. Scuddy, because we know the big dollar, the Fed, will be hiking later this week after that. What feels like a very, very long blackout. So I dare say this RBA move will be done and dusted and markets will be looking ahead.
1: Plenty of uh, analysis on that RBA decision today. Uh, Dr. Matthew Peter from QIC, Martin Wedding from the Commonwealth Bank and Stephen Dooley have every single uh, facet of uh, economics and financial markets covered for your analysis there. I, I encourage you to go take a listen. And look, that thematic is really keen on the other interviews that we had on the the, uh, the program today. Uh, David Bassanese from Beta shares, of course, he's a Chief Economist of yep. that institution. He came out with five ETFs to consider in a rising interest rate environment. So Tick, we've got that covered as well. Yep. And hey, look, uh, we know it's a high inflation, high interest rate environment uh, coming up as well. So Luke Larity from Seneca Financial yep. Services came on the program as well and gave us three plus a bonus one. Yeah, there's a th-
0: bonus. And it's they're not the financial stocks that you would think they are. So he certainly went round the grounds and dug a little deeper. And in, in fact, one of the stocks he picked, he said was totally unloved and time to take a fresh look. So have a dig into that in the show notes.
1: Packaged up in a little bow, that might. Get give a bit of a clue as to what one of the <laughs> other companies is that he was talking about as well. I'm not going to go and say its name. You must so. be
0: terrible at Christmas time, Scotty. Do you walk around rattling all the packages?
1: Something like that. <laughs> uh, look, let's get to our stock of the day. Woolworths out with an update today and uh, talking Speaking about the inflation. I- inflationary story, particularly in the food prices there. Uh, 10% pop in third quarter sales, so a lot of that was due to higher food prices coming through. So we sat down today with Scott Phillips and the Motley Fool and Chris Conway from Marcus Day, And Andrew went and probed them for information as to whether it's a buy, hold or sell. Take a listen generally like staples at the moment, uh, probably because the the federal budget should provide about an $8 billion boost to household disposable income between uh, this financial year and next financial year. And supermarkets generally get a, a fair share of that. Of course, some of the measures were specifically designed to alleviate the cost pressures that families are feeling out there at the moment. And just from a historical perspective, staples tend to outperform during periods of monetary tightening. So generally like the staples, Woolworths was pretty good today. I would prefer Coles, however, uh, just cause it's starting from a little bit further back uh, and they've got the opportunity to spend some money significantly on their on their stores uh, and claw back some of that market share that they've lost to Woolworths over the journey. Pretty good results, uh, nice 5.7% growth uh, in their food and liquor business, which was pretty good. Uh, food inflation of 2.7%, so about half of that growth great business, really high quality business. Woolies is one of those businesses I'd happily buy whenever you get a bug, whenever you get offered a good price to get it. Very much high on the quality list. Can't buy it at the current price, but they can't do much more than what they did. A very good result for Woolies shareholders today. Like the old faithful geyser, yeah, is in the portfolio. Hold on to it, but uh, don't go chasing it at these levels. So a hold, but uh, yeah, not a buy if you don't have it in the portfolio already. Uh, all right, Annette, you, uh, you talked about the Federal Reserve. I think that's going to be the next at bat that we're going to be focused on. Yeah. Uh, what can the Fed go and surprise us with in this particular uh, document and uh, the statement? Because we know there's not going to be any economic projections, no dots, thank God. Yeah. Uh, but so well what? The dots, what do as
0: you know, they're quite distracting the dots aren't they because we look at and to see where the fed is going which was pretty fair like martin crab we had a great chat with him this afternoon it's not what the rba did today it's where it's going and i think some some communication from the fed would be handy you know as as much as i'm an old hawk scuddy, i can't see them going 75 going from 25 to 75 might be a bridge too far.
1: Yeah, maybe going to flag that uh, potentially in the other pros, uh, post post uh, conference post meeting a press conference. that's right. Uh, that Just comes discuss up the options. Uh, yeah w- mm. yeah, it's a uh, they've got to go and do something I know a few people are poo-pooing and saying oh then there's no way they're going to get up to like 300 350 basis point of hikes I still think that's very unlikely as well mm. primarily because I think that the runoff of the balance sheet is going to be something that's going to be far more aggressive than what people imagine we saw a QT the modest QT when the last to go run down its balance sheet did the financial markets you want to see some real carnage we haven't seen nothing oh, yet yeah, so that keep that's a dust
0: a off that 294 yep.
1: keep, a, keep a very close eye on that particular area of the market any Actually, let me that just comes jump
0: you know, and we're worried about the Fed. Tom- tomorrow in Australia, I'm going to be taking a BDI on retail sales. We get the, m- the month of March as well as the quarter. And the reason I, I jump in and say that is, again, with all this rate, height talk, it's not gloom and doom. It's because consumers are spending. So we could see some pretty good numbers come out of Australia as we start to build that Q1 GDP report. I do su- suspect we won't get a negative one like we did in the US. Yeah,
1: we had a big snapback in, uh, in quarterly volumes Huge. in the December quarter because, of course, the, uh, the economies around the, uh, the various states opened up. Thank goodness we started to be an entire nation as one uh, finally again. i would be really interested in that report to go, See the breakdown between volumes and and uh, also yeah, actual we'll nominal sales because that's, that's right. going to be really informative when it comes to an inflationary picture and it'll probably reinforce just how wrong the RBA got the inflation picture wrong here in this country. Uh, I'm not sure what the liaison problem program is looking at, but certainly there is a few problems there that need to be ironed out. You would imagine. Look, uh, there's still a lot left in this session. A quick uh, programming note as well. If you haven't signed up for it already and you're interested in the crypto space, mm-hmm. cracking crypto, we're doing a seminar here on the uh, on the uh, the site tomorrow. That's right, we 10 encourage you to go register here on the website. Go check it out for details. Uh, well worth your while because even if you don't believe in the technology and the coin side of the equation at this point, certainly the ecosystems and where the technology will go and take us in the future, uh, get on board because that is where the future is lying.
0: Yeah, don't worry about bored apes and yacht clubs. I mean, this is the t- it's the technology. Behind the, uh, behind the crypto that we do need to not ignore, put it yeah. that way. for
1: those investors out there, for one example, what we could probably look at when it comes to technology down the line, you know, T plus two, it used to be T plus three for settlement for stocks. That's true. How yep. about T plus zero? How about Straight zero away. T? Yep. That'd be, that'd be, uh, that's one <laughs> of the uh, things that know uh, this technology we're going to lead to down the line. So it's uh, well worth your while to go and take a listen. So I encourage you to go and do that. Uh, look, uh, in the interim, let's go and uh, cool our heels. It's going to be a big end of the week. Looking forward to it already.
0: All right. Cheers, uh, cheers to you, Scuddy, And we'll be here live from 8.30 tomorrow morning, including covering any mortgage rate rises from the Big Four. We'll be keeping a beady eye on those headlines for you.
1: Absolutely. We'll see you then.